like mm-hmm. you said, to mm-hmm. get to the place where you find the truth. What are some assumptions, perhaps, that people make about you regularly or have or in the past? What's something that just kind of stuck with you, sticks out to you? Um, I mean, there, there I'm, I'm, well, I'm sure there are a whole bunch of assumptions that, that people make make about me, but... Um, you know, I I I I'll, I'll share one that I make about other people. Okay. You know, and and that and, and I, I'm just gonna be very very vulnerable here. Okay. Um, Go and, for it. And in, in my vulnerability, um, I am growing in my vulnerability. Let me Love let me it. let me say that. Yes. So, um, you know, this has been quite the 2020. Mm. Um. This has been quite the past couple of of years. I mean, it, it, it really you know, we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge life, you're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the Edge Life. Welcome to the Edge Life. Welcome to the Edge Life. Yeah, it is Sunday. Welcome to the Edge Life, episode number forty-two. My name is Philip Edge. I'm Carrie Edge, and we are so excited that you all are joining with us. Welcome, Edge Life Seven. Listen, you know the the awesome thing is we get to get on here every week and share with you all from our heart, share with you all things that are going on, share with you all just you know just give you a little something, something hopefully that will um, brighten up your day, make your day a little better, and make you be able to live life live life and you know do all that good stuff so um before we get started on today i will just say if you have not already um started following us on our um um, podcast page you can go to all podcasting platforms go ahead and click the subscribe button got some good content on there i think it will bless your soul and secondly if you have not already shared this out go ahead and share this out tonight tonight is going to be a good night but Before we do that, what's going on, honey? How you doing? I'm good. Hey, and I just wanted to say, like, if you have um, an episode that you really like, you can actually copy it and paste it and yeah. send a link to somebody. Yeah. So, you know, it's very shareable. It is shareable. It yeah. is, and sharing is caring. That's yeah, a good thing. Absolutely. It's definitely a good thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so doing well? Yeah, yeah. Well. How big about week? You? Yeah. yeah, it's been a big week. <laughs> yeah, to tell, tell, tell the people something good. Well, um, I think it's it's really good. So you decided to uh, destroy all the flooring in our house. Yes, yes. But you replaced it. it. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. So what an awesome, awesome blessing. And then uh, the wind, Zeta, yeah, decided yeah. to destroy our gazebo. Yes. Um, we had had it for several years, but we did good. I mean, we it, it, right it, it, it subscribed. It subscribed. It survived <laughs> uh, snowstorms. It yeah, survived it rain. Never came down probably for like three years. Yeah, or so. We did a good job with that. Um, I tried to secure it. We went out um on Friday morning at about. Huh. It was actually I know exactly what time. It was three eighteen in the morning. Three eighteen. And I told him I said, you know, I really don't feel like feel very comfortable about the basketball goal not yeah. being down. Yeah. Um, you know, Kai just had gotten this pretty expensive basketball goal mm-hmm, for his court mm-hmm. out back and. 
We have a trampoline, and yes. it's old too, but you know the grandbaby still enjoys it. Yes. And sometimes we enjoy it too. I actually like reading out on, <laughs> on, on that thing um, when it's not too hot. Right. So um, I went out and what I call my mama's. They're flip flops with this flower on the top of them that mm-hmm. I got at the Dollar General. It's a long story. I broke a shoe, and it was the only shoe anywhere in Rome, Georgia, <laughs> that would fit me. I can't get shoes to fit me, but we can get the president of the United States to come here. Yes. So who fi- go figure. Yes. But anyway, so we were out at 318 in mm-hmm. the morning. He went down um, to the goal basketball court, try to put the goal down. And, um, yeah, I could feel the mud on my feet yeah. uh, in the mamas because they were flip-flops. <laughs> but I got the – I got the uh, – uh, trampoline tied to the tree. In fact, the trampoline the trampoline got tied to the tree. It's still tied to the tree. It is with the, with the lacrosse goal, which yes, is tied which to the I tree. Fixed uh, fixed to the trampoline. Yeah, so yeah, that, that looked really really good. Yes. basketball goal was preserved, but <laughs> not the gazebo. No, but it was really okay. It was it had a hole in it. Um, yeah, it was kind of looking kind of wretched. The gazebo, <laughs> you all, when we got when we got up and looked outside, uh, the gazebo was on top of the tree. Like you, thank just goodness, because it you know could have hit the cars. It could have hit the cars, but it was on top of the tree. Yeah, <laughs> the little Chinese elm tree um, saved the cars. So crazy, crazy. Yeah. So how was your week? Week was um, another good week. Uh, facilitated for um, a diversity session, uh, diversity learning lab. Uh, for bias, uh, for a group of people at the NYPD, yep. um, New York City Police. New York City. Um, so that that yeah, was really rope. that was really awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the second session that I facilitated awesome. for them. Um, so that was really good. Um, also facilitated another session. Um, for another group, international company. So things are going super well. So that was fun. Um, aside from that, just you know, continuing to to stay busy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Church is going awesome today. We celebrated uh our pastor, pastor appreciation, appreciation day, yeah. and um we were able to to bless our 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 pastors today. So that was pretty awesome. Got on some Yeezys, y'all. I mean, yeah. I mean, what every pa- uh, we need to put them on preacher sneakers. You know what I'm saying? We need to put them on preacher sneakers because uh that that's 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 what we need to do with <laughs> with the Yeezys. You know, that's what we need to do. So right, we'll we'll make we'll make that happen. We'll make that happen. Yes. But today, today we're gonna we're gonna change gears. Today we're we are not gonna talk about Yeezys. We're not gonna talk about trampolines. But we are gonna talk about this thing called assumptions. And yeah. and the amazing thing is everybody makes assumptions. And you know there is a saying about assumptions. It makes a something out of you and, and me both, right? Um, when we make those assumptions, right? So yeah. and and assumptions when we think about them, they're really just um, things that we, we we think about people or things that aren't really grounded. They're they're just they're just our our beliefs, and sometimes they're right, and sometimes, many times, they're 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 not right. Yeah. So today we wanted to talk about some assumptions that that we've made or that have been made towards towards us, and uh, see if you all have assumptions that that you all have made or have been made towards you all. I think it should be a good good session today and it should be it should be fun um this is all coming to us because um many of you do not know but my wife is a celebrity 
Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. She is a celebrity because um, my wife, she uh, former Leo, worked for our, our sheriff's department here in Floyd County. Sheriff's office. Sheriff's, sheriff's department. Sheriff's office. Excuse me. I stand in corrected. In Floyd County, it is the sheriff's office. Okay. So, so Sheriff Tim Bearcalter, did you hear my husband call it? The department. My 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 bad. My bad. Office. My bad. My bad. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> it is the sheriff's office. Um. Well, anyway, you work for for them. Yes. And uh, they they did a program at uh at work with my wife and 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 several of her colleagues called Scared Straight. I don't know if you Beyond all, Scared Straight. Is, beyond, okay. Beyond, beyond scared, scared Straight. I don't know if anybody's ever seen this. This is TLC. Okay. It's the real deal. They literally bring in, how, how many did they bring in? How many uh, students are? So it, it just depends. How many for you all did they bring in? So I think there were maybe six, six or eight, like three boys, three girls. And t tell, tell the people the premise of the program and, and what happened so we can give them a little backstory. Yeah, so these are these are troubled teenagers mm -hmm. um, whose parents just basically are at their wits end, don't really know what's next or what to do. Um, you know, in that particular episode, there was a young man named Coco. He had already stolen cars. Yeah, I think he was like 14 at the time. He was, um, you know, involved in some gang activity. Mm -hmm. You know, you have children who are extremely disrespectful to their parents, who stay out all types of night, you know, steal, all these sorts of things. And so the whole premise is basically to bring them behind the scenes, so to speak, if yes. you will, yes, um, into uh, a correctional facility setting, mm -hmm. i.e. the jail at there at Floyd County, and to um, utilize not only law enforcement, but also inmates. Right to try to discourage them from finding themselves behind bars. So, so basically so scaring them straight. You're scaring them straight. So so literally this is a show to discourage them from continuing going their down. negative yeah, behaviors. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 going in a bad way. Yeah, when you watch it, I mean, you know, um I mostly had interaction with the girls, but of course we brought all the kids together um at certain times and you know these kids think they're hardcore mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and our responsibility um, from the show producer is basically to break them. You know, we're not supposed to like really like touch them or right. let the inmates touch them or anything like that. But, you know, just verbally break them. But, you know, the things that you don't see are the times like off camera. Mm -hmm. um, and I had some time to like sit with a couple of the kids and just really, um, chop it up with them, talk to them on a deeper level, mm -hmm. more spiritual level, and um, had, you know, uh, just some some time to talk to them about where they were and why yeah. they were there. And uh, one young lady actually, after the show, um, really, really reached out mm -hmm. and um, connected with me and shared with me, like, her whole story, her whole backstory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um so yeah, it come if you haven't seen it, I'm shocked because people from like China, Japan, I kid you not. <laughs> I don't how they find me on my Instagram. <laughs> right. Like how you find me on Insta, you know, you hit me up on Twitter, mm -hmm. mostly on Instagram. Um, I've been a back to school meme. Yep. Um, where it looks like, you know, I'm like basically like throwing this little girl into the cell block. I did not throw her, y'all. Mm -hmm. It's all camera angles, you know, all these sorts of things, all that stuff. 
all that stuff. It's made for TV too. It's it's a drama. Like it is made for TV. Right, right. You know, the young people come there. It's not they're not surprised. I mean, they they interview them ahead of time and they know it and they're they they literally are trying to keep their game face on too. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some interactions. Um, in fact, there was one young person, if I recall correctly, that was just told no. Mm. You cannot stay. So wow. Um, yeah, they they try to break us as much as we try to break <laughs> them at first. So, so so uh, so so tell the people then what happened this week, right? What what happened this week with with the meme that that our daughters were, were saying? Oh, mom, you're you're back on again. The the yeah, show must so be back on. Yeah. What, so what happened? the scared straight stuff pops up. Like like I said, I'm a back to school meme. Um, and y'all, my hair was really bad. So (laughs) (laughs) the sheriff's office, you have to keep your hair like super short above your collar and I had cut my hair off and it was in that semi kind of growing out thing. Mm -hmm. I don't have that problem. Kind of curly, like it was not good. But anyways, um, and it was extra dark. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking, but anyways, so yeah, the, the girls, I get this text message. Let's see. It's from Zoe. Um, the youngest, and um, she sends me a video from TikTok, okay? And and on it, it says, she thinks she's tough, but watch what happens next, part one. And it literally is a video of me um, with the one with the youngest girl on the show mm-hmm. um, who really did think she was bad. Um, she thought she was bad, Michael Jackson bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then underneath it, Zoe says, um, now people are posting you on TikTok. <laughs> so it was on, um, I won't say whose TikTok it was on because it really is irrelevant. But basically, um, the the her cover, her mm-hmm. photo on, on there, it says Black Lives Matter. Right. And so there were comments um, on the TikTok basically that I was being, I was motivated to do those sorts of things out of a place of racial bias. Right, right. And so certainly that wasn't it um, at all. Number one, the whole premise of the store of the show is to scare them straight. Right. So, you know, basically I tell the little girl that she's nothing but a number now Mm -hmm. um, and that. I get she was really, really very disrespectful to her mom. Mm-hmm. And um, I basically I tell her, I, I think I see something along the lines. I'm I'm your mama now, but I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to tell you what, what to, to wear, well, yeah, yeah. when to get up, what you can eat, all these sorts of things. And so, um, you know, basically promising her she won't she won't like it because she liked her freedom mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and took advantage of what little freedoms you know, at times she would get. Mm-hmm. So yes, I was a. I'm, I'm on TikTok. So, um, yeah, I'm on TikTok. So if you want to check that out, <laughs> a I'm TikTok on superstar. Straight. Yeah, you know, I was like, man, as many memes, etc., as I have become, man, I, I signed myself away. I signed my rights away to my image and my likeness. I know. And TLC, I want them back. <laughs> So 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 let me ask you this because you know we were talking and this really prompted us to talk about assumptions yeah because there are a lot of assumptions that were were made specifically about about you now now mind you how long ago was this oh my gosh I hadn't too long been with the sheriff's office so it's probably getting close to about 
seven ish years. So seven. Let's let's just say seven. Seven years six. ago, right? Six seven years ago. Yeah, somewhere between five and seven. My brain is not really working right now. So somewhere between five and seven years ago, I did you know what Black Lives Matter was? <laughs> Black Lives Matter did not exist, but you know what? Black Lives still mattered to me. Obviously, right, right, right. So yeah. I mean, certainly that was just an assumption that was being made. And it was really being made because of the color of my skin. Right. Obviously, if you haven't noticed, maybe you on podcast haven't figured it out. Maybe. 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 Um, but I'm white. Right. Yes, I am. I'm all the way white. Um, people you, have assumed you, not, that I'm not. You don't You don't got a little something in you? No. People have assumed, <laughs> like, every. You don't got nothing I, in you? When I worked for Boys and Girls Club in Danville, Virginia, shout out to Danville, Virginia. It, it was my first full-time position with a boys and girls club. And when I showed up in Virginia, um, I had Trey with me, uh-huh. you know, Trey, who the assumption had many times been, uh, especially around here, that he's Puerto Rican. He's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> I can't. A white woman with a black man cannot have a Puerto Rican child as, as far as I can figure it out. I, mean, I might have a little Puerto things, Rican in me. Maybe I have a little Puerto Rican in me. You, Your Spanish sounds like. Country Joe singing, saying Spanish. True. This is very true. This is very you true. You sound all country. Yo quiero mas. Yeah. You yeah. Know. yeah. I so mean, that, that's how I no, do. No bueno. Right. Um, so anyway, so when I went to Virginia, and you all see all these, I hope you're all following all these little side stories. Um, they thought I was biracial because <laughs> I, I couldn't be white. I, it wasn't possible, but it absolutely was possible. <laughs> I didn't know these things were being assumed about me. Yeah. And it really was okay. I don't, you know, I don't particularly care to a certain extent. You know, I, I want to be recognized for the, for who I am. Yeah. Culturally. Right. Uh, you know, I, I love my, my racial, my, my ethnicity, you yeah. know, all those sorts of things about myself. I'm, I'm okay with me, but you know, I, I was just kind of like, why? How? Yeah. Like, where'd that come from? Yeah. Like, um, last time I looked, I'm not really that tan. You know, <laughs> maybe I had a really great tan that summer when I showed up in Virginia, right. but right. yeah, I don't know. So yeah, these sorts of assumptions many times are, are made about people, yeah. you know, and I think particularly with this show, um, the color of my, my complexion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also just the fact that I was wearing a uniform right? Um, and a badge. Uh, so m- those of you who wear uniforms with badges, um, sometimes even security guards, mm-hmm. you get this too, um, where everything that you do, people are making assumptions mm. that you are motivated um, by something other, you know, like you're racially motivated. Right, you have right. a implicit bias that you're acting out of. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Y- yes, we all do. In fact, there is a scientific reason for assumptions. Mm-hmm, Did mm-hmm. you know this? Tell, tell us more. Tell us more. Yes. So I get to be the scientific. Yes. Guy. Go ahead. Yes. So um, I can't remember exactly how many billions of cells. I think it's like 16 billion mm-hmm. um, brain cells. So basically the brain cells, this is a way for them to conserve energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because too much energy would be used if we didn't use assumptions right so and categorization of things an assumption is is a way of ca- a simple way of, of doing categorizing right. and and to do things more efficiently mm-hmm. uh, but efficiency doesn't always mean that you get it right 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 you know all of us have tried to 
cut corners. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what an assumption is in our mind. But basically what it does is it helps our brain not to burn up so much energy that we are completely drained um, and ineffective Mm -hmm. just overall. And can you imagine how long it would take you to process through a situation if you didn't at least assume some things? Yeah. You know, if you literally thought it all out, um, like every little bitty thing, how well, you know, how long would it actually take you to complete certain tasks? Right. You know, so it is a way for um, for our brains to understand without spending a lot of time just kind of spinning wheels. Right. Right. And, and, and you know, the, the one thing and you, you, you talked about how it, it, it allows our brain to kind of process things and, mm-hmm. and, and make shortcuts. And, you know, I, I know in, in some of the training that I do, we talk about, you know, those assumptions are going to happen, yeah, you know, and, 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 and the rea- reality is they're not necessarily bad, but we don't know. And, and the problem with assumptions many times is because we don't know, you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what's real you until what you don't know until somebody tells you. Like, like literally, you know, I, I think about our daughter, Saray, right? And, and I used to do this diversity class in yeah, which um, I, 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 would, I would take a picture of Saray, a baby picture, and I would put her picture on the screen. And, and I would just ask the people, so tell me what you see. And the people many times would say, okay, well, we see a baby. Um, well, we see a Gerber baby. Well, well and, and then I, I press them. I said, well, tell me more about the baby. Well, she has blue eyes. Well, she, she has blonde hair. Tell me more about the baby. So I push them to the point to where they say, well, you know, she's a, you know, they get politically correct. She's a Caucasian baby. Uh, okay, tell I'm me more. I'm in a classroom. More. I must say Caucasian. Right, right? exactly, exactly. Car- car- Caucasian. Caucasian, right? So <laughs> she's a Caucasian baby, right? So so they're pushing, they're pushing. She's cute. Da, da, da. And, then, and then at the end of all of this um, pushing, I, I actually share with them who she is. And I said, well, you know, she is cute because, you know, she's my daughter, right? I, I, but, but, um, she, she's not necessarily a Caucasian baby. She's a biracial baby and she is my daughter. And the people then, then they're like, <gasps> what you talking about Willis? Right? Because how in the, like, they look at me and they give me the double take, like you, this baby. No, no. They, they, you know, and, and their, their brains are frazzled because they're looking at me saying, there is no way that this black man can have this white baby. So then I have to explain how that happens. Oh, you, yes. Yeah. So with assumptions come those explanations sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah. When, when people assume. Um, I remember to to this about Saray. Yeah. Um, having to explain. <laughs> um, I had someone who I felt was being very rude mm-hmm. um, and disrespectful who, who basically told me that I had to have had extramarital affairs, mm-hmm. which, by the way, has never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to have, yes. High five on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that is a beautiful <laughs> thing. A beautiful thing. Now would probably not be a good time to tell you either. Do you have something to tell me? <laughs> do, you, do you have something to tell me? No. So I, she s- begins to go into this, how this is not even possible to have a mm-hmm. baby that looks like this. Um, and she starts talking about Punnett squares. Yeah. Um, you know, and she's like, if you put a blue eye and a brown eye, and a, there's just no way in a Punnett square. Um, for my daughter to look the way she looks. And I, to that, I just said, well, you'll have to take that up with God. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't owe you an explanation. Right. Um, you've made an assumption that is absolutely 
off the mark. You've made a couple of assumptions. <laughs> and like you said, her, her, some of her assumptions were extremely offensive. Right. You know, that she would just say that. Right. Um, there's a quote that I heard about assumptions, and I won't get it completely right, but it basically says that an assumption is like an unopened window mm. to the bird that flies into it. Wow. And the evidence of it being closed is from the is through the broken body of the bird. Wow. Um, or it being incorrect. Mm-hmm, an incorrect mm-hmm. assumption mm-hmm. is through the broken body. Wow. Um, it's too late after you've made the assumption yeah. that the window is open. You can't take it back. It's it's already broken. Yeah. Once you've just flown on in there. Mm-hmm. So questions are good to ask before you make assumptions. Again, yeah. because you know, our mind does want to conserve it does mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a natural thing, and so it makes assumptions and categorizes. And so th- th- many times, because we don't know what we don't know, we have to be extremely careful mm-hmm. and, you know, back ourselves up, Yeah, you know, and ask questions, whether mm-hmm. it's to ourselves or to the other person. You know, I would much rather on things, especially things about race or, you know, things that are especially sensitive topics. I'd rather people, somebody, people, somebody, somebody walk into that, you know, kind of slowly and Mm -hmm. ask questions rather than just full out make assumptions. Yeah. You know, because when people just kind of blurt out things Mm -hmm. or uh, make assumptions about things, um, you know, many times it puts other people on the uh, on the offensive, on the offensive, yeah, or even on the defensive. Either way, and that's not a positive thing. That's not good. No, it's it's definitely not good. And you know, one one thing that we can definitely do, um, all of us, you know, we 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 have to be in a place where we can create a space, mm-hmm. a safe space, so we can actually have conversations and and talk about those kinds of things. You know, the the truth is, we all make assumptions and. In order for those assumptions to be validated, somebody has to like lower their waterline, meaning I need to be able to open my window up to be able to share with you. Because when I open the window and share with you, then we can validate and Mm -hmm. it no longer becomes an assumption to you. It's fact based upon the information Mm -hmm. that you have received. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so for for the people when I was sharing with them Saray's photo. They didn't know who she was. It was all assumptions. Yeah. It was all based upon what they saw and the internal biases in their mind. But when I shared with them and I said, well, oh, this is my daughter, and I explained, um, you know, that she was biracial. But n- now they were like, oh, you know, not only did they learn something that day, but they were able to process in their mind. So now if I went back and I said, tell me about this child, they would not say, oh, this is a, this is a Caucasian baby. They wouldn't <laughs> say that. They would say, oh, it's a biracial baby. Mm-hmm. Her name is Saray. This is your daughter because I've given them that information. It's no longer an assumption anymore. Right. It's become it's, a fact. It's become a fact because mm-hmm. I've shared that information mm-hmm. with them. Now, the other thing that I will say is it's important for us, whether it's you know within a, within a household, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in the church, wh- wherever it is, it's important for us to be able to have conversations and dialogues where I like I like your analogy where we open up the window, the window. And, and share one to another because in that sharing one to another, that's when we can get real fact. Mm-hmm. That's when and, and, and we can live on real fact. We can we can walk together on real fact. But the problem is we have this closed win- window and we're seeing things that we think that we see, but we're really not right. seeing them. 
And and what's happening is that bird is flying through the window, it's hitting the window, and that bird is being hurt. And mm. and that's not a good thing. Oh, it's being broken. And it's so true about assumptions. We're we're seeing things that we think we see. Yeah. Um, but we don't really know until we get clarification. Yeah. But it is important that you make a safe space. Yeah. And I know that I always I haven't always been good at that because mm-hmm. you you go through certain experiences in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm not a person of color, but to a certain extent, there are some things that I've experienced that where I can relate a little bit more, like especially being with our children. So mm-hmm. our children look different. Yeah. You know, we say we have Skittles. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have the whole rainbow. And so I would see people looking, you know, like if I were with the children, you know, by myself, mm-hmm. I would see the people looking and trying to process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because of hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been hurt before when I let the window up. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be times where I, I would just like, oh, here we go. Right. You know, they're going to want to touch their hair. You know, they're going to start don't, asking. Don't, don't, don't touch my children's hair. Y'all pl- pl- don't touch oh, the hair. can I touch their okay, hair? Okay, okay. I'm, d- I'm, I'm yeah. dead. I, I had a sidebar. Go ahead. Oh, can I touch their hair? Um, you know, just like don't touch a woman's, a pregnant woman's belly. Ask first. You know, yes. Don't make the assumption that it's okay to invade her personal space. Just right, there's right. a baby in there, and that's a miracle, and it's awesome. But yeah, don't touch unless you ask. Um, it's kind of like fine china <laughs> um, in the store. But you know, there have been a number of times where I've had that same encounter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I'm with the children. Um, now that they're older, it's different. There's no telling what people think because they're the same size as me, and you know, usually they don't even know I'm the mom. But um. <laughs> I don't this know if that's true. a reflection of my bad behavior or just my size. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not. I'm I'm well behaved. I promise. <laughs> but, you know, we would start going down this. And then people who don't know me would begin to ask very probing questions. Mm-hmm. And y- you just need to make sure, like, you build a relationship. There's certain lines. Right. You know, where they would say, well, they all have the same dad. I'm like. What do you mean? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't even know you. Like, right, right. We're standing in the line in front of each other at Target, and you want to touch my <laughs> kid's hair, and then you want to ask me Do if I have more than one baby daddy. Right, I mean, right. I, I think it's a little too soon in our relationship for you to be asking <laughs> me these questions. Right, right. You know, so um, because I've had those encounters when people would be inquisitive and mm-hmm. want to begin to ask, sometimes I would mm-hmm. immediately just get defensive and right. kind of like buckle down or try not to make eye contact. Don't look at them. Right. Don't give them the cute face. Right. You know, right. turn away. Don't look. <laughs> you know, so, um, but you do, you need, you need to make safe space for people you have relationships with, you know, and if you're coming to some assumptions about someone that you don't have a deeper relationship with, you know, you, you need to kind of push back on yourself a little bit and, begin to ask, you know, my kids will do that a lot. Children do that um, until you teach them differently again, yeah. because it's instinctual. Right, right, right. You know, it's like a, a an energy preservation mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, and there'll be many times where I'll give our kids a pushback mm-hmm. and say, well, just because of this doesn't mean this right. does it, you know, to really analyze and really look at the thing on a, on a deeper level, like mm-hmm. you said, to mm-hmm. get to the place where you find the truth. What are some assumptions, perhaps, that people make about you regularly or have or in the past? What's something that's just kind of stuck with you, sticks out to you? Um, I mean, there, there I, I, well, I'm sure there are a whole bunch of assumptions that, that people make make about me. But um, 
you know, I'll 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 share one that I make about other people. Okay. You know, and and that and and I'm just gonna be very very vulnerable here. Okay. Um, Go for it. And in in my vulnerability, um, I am growing in my vulnerability. Let me let me let me say that. So, um, you know, this has been quite the 2020. Mm. Um, this has been quite the past couple of of years. I mean, it, it it really has. Um, you know, our world sometimes has gotten very 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 crazy. Um, it it just has no matter how we how we looked at it and um it's become a very polarizing world very um, much um you know it, it's like no matter where you go people are asking you to pick a side right you know are you yeah. are you, are you on this side or are you on that side you know you can you can't be in the middle no. you got to pick a side it's kind of like when we moved here to like do you cheer for Georgia or Alabama? I'm like neither. They're like, yeah, you gotta. like why can't anything be simple? Like, <laughs> you, you gotta, we're not from here. You gotta pick a side, you know. So, so that's it, not it, an acceptable team for around here. <laughs> Nobody knows anything about the University of Louisville. They don't even know how to say Louisville right. This is why we. Pick, this, this is why we pick Auburn. Auburn. War Eagle. War Eagle. So, um, anyways, um, but but it's it's just been very very polarizing, and there there have been a lot of things just personally that I've I've endured and have experienced um just craziness stuff that you just look at and you're like what like that makes no sense right so you know we, we've talked a lot a lot about you know just you know my upbringing and things like that and, mm-hmm. and how i looked at the world and how you know just all of those things but um i saw a meme the other day and it, you, was, you, it, was i in it <laughs> No, you weren't in. You weren't oh, in this not one. This you weren't one. in this. Oh. But 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 honestly, the meme made me think, and I honestly said, "Oh yeah, I I I do think that." And then I had to say, "Oh, I need to know what this." And is. and then I had to I had to back it up, and I had to say, "What in the world? Like, why why am I even thinking that?" <laughs> so. <laughs> So literally, the, if you agree with a meme, the, the, I did like like and, and it's funny because I don't know. Do you, do you all ever read memes and like in your mind say, oh, I agree with that or disagree with that? Like, like anyways, so uh, let me get let me get to what the yes. meme said. Okay. So the meme literally <sighs> said um, it, it said it's so, it was it was a it was a political meme. It was a Trump meme. And it said when when you see when you see this, um. You say something, but it, it said when I see this, and it was it was talking about the Trump thing, like like anything Trump. It says I see a racist, and and literally I mm. like when I saw it, I was like, yeah, yeah, and 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 I had in my mind, I had mm. to stop and I had to think about that, like like where, where is that, that come from? from? Yeah. You know, even even a couple of weeks ago when we went up to the mountains and we we're going driving through the mountains, everywhere we went, we saw Trump. <laughs> Pence, 2020 Trump and I was like oh like my anxiety was going up like my heart was beating fast because I was like where are we go-? like where we're going to the mountains and and and, and it, it wasn't until I saw a couple Biden Harris but when I saw Biden Harris I was like okay cool I'm, I'm good but when I saw mm. Trump something on the inside of me made me say oh they don't like me and then I I, I literally had to process that because again um i had to ask myself where where is that coming from why is that coming from and and again i'm we're, i'm not going to go super political but the reality is there's a there's a whole lot that has happened in in our media 
that has pushed people and polarized our society, right? Absolutely. So so to to combat that, I had to pause because again, I know a lot of great people who are on the right. I know a whole lot of great people who are on the left. So I had to start processing and saying, oh, well, this one is not like that. And this mm-hmm. one is not like that. And this one, you know, like, like I literally had to do that to combat my my feeling of all Trump supporters are racist. Yeah. And and I, it, again, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, I'm, I'm a diversity practitioner. You know what I mean? Like, like I do this for a living. And I was still having those biases and assumptions that were being raised in my psyche. And I felt it. Yeah. And I'm saying if I mean, I, I teach this every mm-hmm. week. And if, if I'm feeling it, then I can only imagine what people who don't live in that world, like how they process every single day. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is, uh, if, if you're if, if you're a Trump supporter, you're a Trump supporter because of many, many, many reasons. Right. right? Yeah. If, if you're a Biden supporter, you're a Biden supporter for many, many, many reasons. It's not like. Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter because I don't I don't like black people. That's that's not that's not the case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and even though our media and and our world would would like spin it in that way, that's like a support. Like there there are a whole lot of reasons, but that may not necessarily be one of them. You follow what I'm saying? I, I absolutely follow you, and I, I I think you're right. There has really been a great attempt. Um, by different forms of media, yeah. um, whether intentional or not, that has really polarized our nation yeah. and really made you have to choose one side or the other, which makes it very difficult for those of us who feel like, you know, we're somewhere in, in the middle. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a result, I recently read a statistic that said 25 million Christians mm. will be sitting on their hands this election. Mm. And they're sitting they're out. They're not doing anything. Um, and, and you can't not do anything. You know, my my philosophy and my advice to anybody is, you know, um, yeah, you got to use the Internet because we don't have encyclopedias that have this type of information that quick. But um, <laughs> and we don't have really encyclopedias. We have Wikipedia, but you can't always trust that. Right. But anyway, so, um, you know, you got to study, study the um, all of all of the content, study the platforms, you know, look right. at the things. You know, I, I was telling somebody the other day who's never voted before, mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. a little bit older, like, you know, should have probably voted at least seven times mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. eight times, our 25-ish, you know, the 30-year-old mm-hmm. group. And I said, you know, you you got to have those things that you just won't compromise. Right, right. There's never going to be, there's not a perfect person that walked this planet except right. for Jesus. So there's not going to ever be a perfect political candidate. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at the issues and the platforms and you have to decide to mm-hmm. be, what are those things that I just won't compromise? Right, right. But you can't just go and vote on an assumption. Mm-hmm. got to like get you the facts. Saying, you've got to get the facts, you know, an assumption and also about your feelings. Right. It'll drive you towards an emotive place, and mm-hmm. you, you can't, you cannot do that. Um, and and there's a lot of attempt, you know, mm-hmm. like you have these when you watch the rally, like a, you know, some of you are watching the rally here in Rome. By, by the by the way, um, <laughs> who would have thought President Trump is literally like right, probably right about now, like flying into like our. I think he's already here, but he was speaking. That's crazy. Soon, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rome hasn't had a sitting president visit um, since, since Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson, Wilson. and wow. that was a hundred years ago. That's so, crazy. Yeah, um, a decade times ten. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it it is interesting um, that that would happen. But you know, you can't 
you can't sit out. You've got to get down to know the facts. You got to ask questions, you know, and the conversation that I was having with that individual, that was really great Mm -hmm. because, you know, we were digging into the questions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, looking at some of the platforms. Right. Um, And there are tools out there for you to be able to do that and to not make assumptions. But thank you for sharing that. I know I recognized that on our trip that um, everybody was a little bit uneasy. All all the children and the daddy. And, you know, there's a lot of assumptions from our children because um, there's been a lot of division. Yeah, a lot. Um, even amongst our teenagers, mm-hmm. young people, mm-hmm. you know, we saw it here at uh, Cass, Cass, I think High it School. was, yes. Cass High School. They had a riot. They had a riot, and it was very, it was racially motivated, but there was a political overtone or right. undertone, I don't know which, to it. And um, they, the pe- some of the kids were very outwardly Trump supporters. And mm-hmm. so that put it in a certain light mm-hmm. and it's colored my children's it's skewed thought. Yeah. It's really skewed what, what they think mm-hmm. um, because now their feelings, like I was saying, emotions, yep. they're very emotive and yep. it's caught up. They're kind of caught up in that. You know, and, and it's, it's interesting, you know, as we talk about assumptions, one, one, one way to make certain that, that we, we create bridges a, as opposed to roadblocks is uh, you know and I love that analogy. I'm gonna use that analogy by the way. Open up the window. Yeah, you know, you can but have it. but but we 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 gotta be able to open the window and have those positive dialogues and conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I I I have people that I've known a long time. You know, and 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 our political persuasions may be different, right? We may think different well, ways. Well, even you and, and I. Y- yeah. We don't always. We don't always vote agree. The same. You know. Uh uh-uh, we, we, we don't. We don't agree. We don't. But. We can we can agree to disagree right. and 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 not allow and respect that. that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you know, um, today today Pastor Scott was talking and and he said the the most real thing and and I, I will stand on this until you know I I go home to be with the Father. But but he said he said honestly, he said it doesn't matter who wins on Tuesday, because at the end of the day they they are not Jesus, and that's. The bottom line. Yeah, God is still sovereign. He is still sovereign. And to that, I do say, though, we do have an obligation um, as Christians to vote. Yeah. Um, and to take the issues and to marry them with kingdom values and mm-hmm. principles and to vote based on those those beliefs that we have that are driven by our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not the time to sit out. And though we know God is sovereign, you know, it's not it's not that we don't believe that he's in control. You know, we don't. Oh, I'm not gonna. I don't have to worry about going and yeah, vote. Yeah, still, still get out there because God is God is in control. Well, you don't go stand. You don't go grocery shopping and then go stand at the checkout line saying, "God will provide." Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody's gonna pay for your groceries. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Well, if you if you go to Chick Fil A or Starbucks, they might. They, they might. Maybe. <laughs> but you know, three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Hey, if you're wanting to pay for three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Um, just tell me what line to stand in. <laughs> I'll get in line. Right. But no, you have you have we're we're called to be active. Yeah. We were given hands and feet that we might be an extension of God in Absolutely. this earth. Absolutely. And so we still have a civic duty. We yeah. still have an obligation to our communities, our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. our states and our nations, um, to stand up and be counted, um, and and also to aspire or inspire um leadership mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know whether from it's from a place of praying yep 
or, you know, reaching out um, in other ways mm-hmm. or you yourself standing up and say, hey, I've been called to lead. Right. And, and taking on that role and responsibility. And it's not to be taken taken lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, you know, I felt strongly to make sure that, you know, we say that we want you to get out and vote. Absolutely. It's important, you know, to vote um, again as our our country seems to be very polarized. It does. It does. It does. And there are a lot of people out there who are making making assumptions. You know, at the end of the day, what I would say is, again, make sure you validate your assumptions, because if you don't validate your assumptions, they're not fact. That's a that's a tweetable message right there. That's so you know, good. It, you have to validate your assumptions in order for them to be a fact. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a fact, you can't run with it. Because what what happens is we take assumptions many times and we take assumptions as fact. And when we take those assumptions as fact, we ground those into our minds. And then those things that we ground into our minds, they become the behaviors that we live out. So so the problem, if we take misinformation and we try to live those things out, we got a big old problem. Absolutely. So so we got to be able to. Running into windows. Exactly. Running into windows. So we got to be able to to make sure we ground those assumptions. And one of the simple ways that we can ground our assumptions is by going and asking the question if something pops up, mm-hmm. asking, right? And then being able to have a dialogue. That doesn't mean that you have to agree. You know, sometimes, and, and, and I've heard it said before, it's like, I don't even have to agree as long as I can understand, mm-hmm. right? That's right. If we, we don't, we don't ha- I just need to understand and, and know where you're coming from and you know where I'm coming from and then we can we can we can walk in in whatever direction we need That's to walk right. into but it, it's it just comes from understanding because many times and and you know this many times w- when we think about communication the problem is we have a miss mm. right the problem is we think this or we think that and we have a miss i e miss communication and when we have miscommunication again we just People can take that thing and run with it, create all kind of movies in, in, in their head. Yeah. So it's kind of like kind of like food, right? Mm-hmm. So growing up, your family eats a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, you eat certain things that maybe other families don't eat and vice versa. Right. So as you get older and you get exposed to more things, there's certain things like Brussels sprouts. Your mom never cooked. Your mom ever cooked Brussels sprouts. Nah, but I thought it was nasty. Exactly. So you never ate Brussels sprouts. Yeah, you probably wouldn't cook Brussels sprouts uh-uh. for yourself. Nope. If you went to eat at somebody's house and they offered you Brussels sprouts, you wouldn't eat, probably eat Brussels sprouts because nah. your assumption is they're nasty. Nasty. But you've eaten Brussels sprouts yeah, they since too bad. then. They weren't too bad. And they weren't so bad. And yeah, they so, so bad. when we try things, yeah. you know, especially as we grow, mm-hmm. we find out sometimes things aren't as bad as we thought they were. Or just because mom and dad had a certain assumption, we we hang on to that like it's gospel. Yeah. Um, and it's not always. Yep. Brussels sprouts aren't always bad. Brussels sprouts aren't always if bad. If they're cooked right, they're pretty tasty. Now, listen, my wife can cook some Brussels sprouts, y'all. And them things that I was like, man, cook some more. I, I don't know what you put in those, but please take your toes out of the Brussels sprouts because they, they did taste mighty tasty. Mm-hmm. They were good. And kale. Yeah. 
I I, I was like, oh, I, I don't need that. But it, that was pretty good too. You he know? didn't he didn't even know it was in there. <laughs> my, my my wife is always trying to expand my palate with stuff that I'm like, I'm not eating that. But then you know it does wind up being all right. You know. That's right. You never know. Don't make an assumption that you don't like something until you try it. That's right. That's right. So listen, today we want to challenge you all to to be able to go back and take a look at your assumptions. What are things that, that you're thinking about other people, other situations, other foods, Brussels sprouts, right? That that it's it's all based on assumption that you have made, right? Have you grounded that assumption? Is is that really a fact? This week, as as you go throughout your day-to-day grind, we want you to think about assumptions. And when you see an assumption pop up in your life, ask yourself, how can I go open the window to test to see if this thing is truth? Or if it's just something that I'm making up, you don't need to live your life with made up stuff. You don't need to go through your life with made up stuff. And and honestly, we just want to pray for you today and pray for our city as as we go forward and pray for our country. Because I'm telling you, this week is going to be a whole lot of assumptions made. There's going to be a whole lot of assumptions and things that are just thrown out wherever you are. And we just want to pray that you have the wherewithal to, as my wife said earlier, to open the window. So can we pray? Can you pray? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And just know this as we go into a quick word of prayer that at Edges and Associates with Philip and I, our window is always open to you. Yeah. If there's something that you're not sure about or something that you made or, you know, maybe you just have a burning question and you're not sure what direction to go, please feel free to um, fly through our window. We're happy to have to sit with you and, and talk about those things. You're safe here. So let's just go ahead and pray. pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, God, that you are truth and you are wisdom, Lord. Yes. God, we ask, Lord, that even though um, there are forces that are attempting to polarize our nation, Lord God, and cause our communities, our neighborhoods, and sometimes even our families to be divided, Lord God, there is unity in your spirit, Lord. So I pray, Lord God, that we would take a step back, Lord, and that we would build relationship with one another, Lord God, that despite our differences, Lord, We know, Lord God, that love will conquer all things, Lord. God, your word says that love covers the multitude of sin, Lord God, and will cover even this division, God, that we are experiencing right now, Lord God. Allow us to remember, God, that we are all yours, God, and that we are all your children, Lord. Keep us connected and binded together, Lord God, through these times, Lord. God, I I just pray for our nation, Lord God, um, that we stand up and be counted, Lord God, that over the next couple of days, Lord God, as, as we vote on Tuesday, Lord God, that you will keep our, our nation in unity, Lord God, despite any decision differences that we might make, Lord God. Let us stand up, be counted, and do what we should rightfully do, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord, that you are sovereign, that you are king, and you are over all, Lord. God, we love you, and we thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. amen. L- listen. I, I'm 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 excited and um we, we need to make sure that we're not you know making assumptions. Yeah, don't assume. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's it today. That's, That's it today. It. Make sure you like, you share, you comment. We will respond to you. Make sure you tune in next week. Edge Live Seven. Edge Live Seven. You know what it is. Well, holla. You 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 know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge Life, you're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that Edge Life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head, baby. Welcome to the Edge Life. You're too close.
close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge line.